Black guns matter. Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Thursday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us. Of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Stratus IP studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let cyber attacks or outdated business technology put your company at risk. Learn more at briannicholshow.com forward slash Stratus IP. All right, folks, black guns matter. That has been the calling card you've likely heard. And actually, I saw it I was in the supermarket walking down the grocery store aisle when you're going past the magazines. I saw this on a magazine. It said, black guns matter. And on the face there on the magazine was somebody I was familiar with. And if you're in the liberty movement, you're likely familiar with as well. Joining us today from my old home, stomping grounds in Philadelphia, Maj Tori from Black Guns Matter. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. What's up, Brian? Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely, man. Hey, thank you for joining us. And thank you for uh, doing all we can absolutely hope to try and, and restore some semblance of sanity there in a place I used to call home, and that's Philadelphia. I was there for just over seven years, and the city that I moved into versus the city I moved out, completely different. But hey, we got folks like you there still trying to fight the good fight. What's going on in the city of brotherly love? Uh, question mark. <laughs> um, I think that um, Philadelphia is in a, in, a, in a, you know, there's a word in Japanese they say the word for crisis and opportunity is the same word. And I think that's the space that Philadelphia is in. Um, obviously, we have amazing history. Um, our our, our uh, attachment and significance in American history is stamped. There is no America without Philadelphia. That's just the reality of the situation. Um, but we're also in a space where we've allowed, you know, certain pu public servants and uh, politicians to run things that, to be perfectly honest, shouldn't be running things. Um, and, I, and I mean that in the sense of not as a slight to these men and women, but just as a if you don't really understand what a, the definition of a public service servant is in that job, you don't really listen to read, study or know how to apply the Constitution. If you think that your job is to tell the general public what to do, as opposed to support the general public with, with a very, very limited hand, then you, sh you are not fit to serve in that position. And I think for some time now. Um, a lot of politicians in Philadelphia have fit that mold. They fit that description. And it's unfortunately, um, even though, uh, you know, uh, the look of Philadelphia in regards to um, new buildings, new business, new homes, those things have changed for the better. But crime is up. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, guys are shooting people. And we just saw uh, District Attorney Krasner being indicted. Well, excuse me, not indicted, but uh, excuse me, impeached. impeached yeah. um, these are the things that, you know, make. The, the question mark so solid when we say brotherly love question mark. Uh, but I, I truly believe that if the people are being socially aware and responsible and culturally, uh, you know, the culture is of li the liberty movement. And if we can shift it from BLM, meaning, you know, Black Lives Matter, the faux organization that really didn't help the community to BLM, the black libertarian movement, meaning because Philadelphia is mostly uh, black and brown people, I think we can shift the culture. And if we shift the culture, as Andrew Breitbart said, politics is downstream from culture. So I think that that's the next uh, challenge for us as liberty minded folks in the city of Philadelphia, maintaining the history, understanding it, being honest about all of the aspects of history and putting that in a nice, you know, bowl as a, a, a liberty, a, a culturally 
relevant liberty movement and spread that throughout the hood. And I think we'll see some changes in the right direction in the city of Beverly Hills. Let's, let's talk about the, the idea of bringing the liberty movement to black America. And that's something I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. I heard you over on our, our you know, cohorts there on Reason, and you were talking about there's a natural synergy between black Americans and the liberty movement, and a lot of it centralized around a distrust towards government. Can you talk more about what we could do more effectively to message towards black Americans when we're speaking specifically to where we can find those common bonds? Yeah, to, to highlight the thing that libertarianism is and the liberty movement is, Making it available and explaining it in those communities is all you got to do. It doesn't have to be a hard pander. It doesn't have to be a pander at all. When when I translate to people in the hood, when I say things like, you know, hey, basically libertarianism is don't hurt people, don't take their stuff. When I say, you know, limit, libertarians believe in li very limited government, if any, you know, because we have a big tent, obviously, right? Um, you know, and some guys are just ANCAP and, you know, and whatever. But my point is, when you're explaining that to the demographic and saying, Yo, this is what we about. The war on drugs should end. You shouldn't go to jail because you got a dried up plant that you smoke. Right. Um, when we say the government should not be involved so heavily in your, you know, taxation is theft. When you say that to the hood, when you explain basic liberty concepts, the hood get it. And they go, yo, what is that libertarian thing again? So it's really just being there. We cannot make the same mistake as the GOP does. The GOP fails, as we saw in this, you know, these midterms. And even though obviously Republicans took the House. Um, but the reality is this was supposed to be a red wave by all intents and purposes, like they said. Now, do I think there's some election integrity issues? Absolutely. I absolutely do. I think America has election integrity issues for decades now at this point. And I think that both sides cheat when available. Hey, really quick, Josh Sapiro, didn't he just say he's going to push some charges for uh, some election fraud issues in Philadelphia, of all places, from 2019? Like, yeah, it's happening. So it's happening. And so saying this to say, um, we got to not make the same mistake that the GOP did in that regard. And again, that's not me saying there is no election fraud or anything like that. That's me saying, yeah, the GOP still doesn't out do outreach, doesn't help black candidates, doesn't do outreach, outreach in black communities. And they should. The Repu this should be a layup for as a libertarian, I can be honest and say the Republicans should own and dominate the black vote. They should. They have the best conservative of all time that they could a few of them that they could utilize as their points of reference frederick douglas malcolm x dr martin luther king had very conservative i mean obviously these guys were about liberty and freedom duh but they had very conservative values and at the time obviously the libertarian party and libertarianism and that form didn't exist but saying this to say the gop doesn't even have a discussion about those guys saying this to say you don't have to pander to the demographic you just have to be there and tell your story. You have to be there and say, what is libertarianism? Every time that I've had a conversation with someone from the hood in my community or the black community about libertarianism, just like any other community that libertarianism is being hidden in because it is being hidden. Mm -hmm. You know, every time we make a viable, uh, you know, step in the right direction, libertarian party gets new leadership. Now here comes the smear campaigns. It's a it's a, you know, it's a fight and we expect contact in a fight. But my point is, when you explain that to the demographic, they're on board. When you say, oh, yeah, we got this guy named Larry Sharp. He's black. We got this guy named Eric July. He's black. We got this guy named Andre, Three, uh, excuse me, Big Boy. He was in his group with Andre 3000, you know, Outcast. He's black. When you say all of these different names and they like, damn, these dudes is 
And then they see what those guys are about. And they're like, yo, they're libertarian. What is libertarianism? What's the libertarian party? So forth and so on. Then when you say this party has been around, it's the third largest political party in America. Hey, folks, really quick, want to give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is the Libertarian Party of Illinois. The mission of the Libertarian Party of Illinois is to elect libertarians to public office and to move public policy in the libertarian direction. By believing that everyone owns themselves and that no bureaucrat knows better than you and what you want and what you need, libertarians fight for your right to live your life the way you see fit. When peaceful people engage in voluntary cooperation, the most number of people are served. If you agree, help restore liberty in Illinois and throughout America by voting Libertarian. Or if you're in the great state of Illinois, start out by joining a chapter or donating to the Libertarian Party of Illinois at lpillinois.org. Let's get liberty in our lifetimes and in Illinois. One more time, lpillinois.org. My point in saying all of this is... You just have to be there to not make the same mistake that the GOP does. They don't engage black America. They don't engage it. And so when you start engaging and having solid representatives for the movement to communicate it effectively in a way that's in alignment with the the demographics understanding, then you win. There's no there's there's I've had people that, that were counting the polls in Pennsylvania last week. Right. And they called me several, several, several separate people said, bro, I haven't even seen people vote for Republicans on these. I've seen mostly Democrat, but I've seen a lot more libertarians, people voting for libertarians in Pennsylvania. Hmm. It's like, yo, I think that's got a lot to do with you. And I mean, like, yeah, I'm just telling the demographic what it is. It's not rocket science. But if you are leading with your ego or if you're looking at these as many GOP, you know, folks do. If you're looking at these demographics as um, unwinnable areas, right, then you won't do it. You think that the outreach doesn't matter. That's why I love what, you know, the guys over at the Mises Caucus have done. They understand culture. They understand that importance. They understand Maj might be a little rough around the edges, but Maj is communicating with a demographic in a way that that demographic receives it. And so, you know, kudos to those guys. And culture is important. So that's what we have to consistently and continue to do to make sure uh, the libertarian movement not only continues, but expands. That's yes. the definition of politics. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm so glad you keep on going back to culture, Maj. Like that's, yeah. that is so important. Like at the foundational level, and you, I'm glad you brought up the quote too from the, the late, great Andrew Breitbart, politics is always downstream from culture. And if we don't establish a liberty-based culture first, then we're just going to be fighting an uphill battle. And we're seeing that right now. And I think a lot of the Republicans are realizing that is that they've been fighting a different game that they should have been fighting. And they saw that in their election results. The culture game matters. And all of a sudden, Gen Z was was the numbers as like 25% of the electorate was actually Gen Z. They never turn out. And yet they did. And that's something I think we also have to address going forward is like, hey, there are folks out there that we can bring to the table that traditionally weren't in the, quote, marketplace of going out to vote that would be open to voting where they just know that there were better options out there. And I think that's the other thing, too. It's not just that we're a third option, another option. We're truly a better option. And that speaks volumes. So talk to us, Maj, right? Like, everything you're speaking sounds great. How do we create, you know, what, 50 different Majs across 50 different states here in the United States to help actually get some grassroots activism into our black communities more effectively? If we did, if we if we continue to fundraise, and we let's say if we raised, because I want to do this, continue to do the work with Black Guns Matter, and libertarianism and liberty, these conversations, 
Maybe if people don't even want to be in the party, if they're independent, but they start matriculating toward liberty ideology, right? If we can continue to fundraise and get this done, there's no reason why we can't do liberty-based events, you know, as we're doing Black Guns Matter events. As we're teaching about firearm safety, so forth and so on, there's no reason we can't have a kickback, a meet and greet in the same day or the same evening and really, really have these bigger discussions with the liber you know, libertarians across the country. Even if it's a small, you know, uh, county party in whatever major city that I'm going to, it's like, hey, y'all, after you finish the training, come learn about this if you want to. And if I think that's a way. And then it won't have to be 50 modules. Right. It'll be 100 or 200 of insert whatever person that can take a little bit of the tidbits and points from Maj and they're actively in that community and continue to expand on it. Really, we have to recreate Fight Club. <laughs> These, this needs to be, you know, like damn near a franchise in all of these spaces. I'm willing to continue to do the work, but we got to hit that number. And we have a very, very big uh, fundraising goal for us to hit in order to keep doing these classes for free. And it's very important. So if we can get that done, I'm going to roll that right up into the conversation with the gun thing because it's symbiotic. Talk to us about too, what you're, you're mentioning here. Obviously, Black Guns Matter is the, the main focus project that you use and spending a lot of your time on, but also mentioning bringing some liberty base into the re outreach. But let's talk about Black Guns Matter specifically, what you've been doing, the, the outreach that you've been specifically having as you're going out to black communities and focusing on not just guns, right? But specifically black Americans now being able to defend themselves. Yeah, when we start highlighting how gun control literally because everybody tosses this word racist out real loose right now. But, you know, gun control was literally started to stop black people from having the human right to defend themselves. And just because they changed the veneer of it doesn't mean that the outcome isn't still the same. Black and brown people are disproportionately impacted by firearms charges. And I'm not talking about guys that shoot somebody or rob somebody with a gun. I'm talking about possession of a firearm, you know, and things like that. So our classes, we do free classes around the country, firearm safety, conflict resolution, some history of the Second Amendment, some history about the racist roots of gun control, so forth and so on. We do that in the classroom. And then some, most of the classes, we take people to the range, so forth and so on, to get them participating in the Second Amendment. The reason why I say that's symbiotic and damn near necessary to merge that with the liberty movement because once you start talking about the Second Amendment, you're talking about the Bill of Rights, you're talking about the Constitution, you're talking about the framers who wanted limited government. By all intents and purposes, before libertarianism existed, these guys were libertarians, you know. And so saying all of this to say, um, this is a part of why we do this outreach. And the reason why we do it more specifically in black communities is not that we're trying to be tongue in cheek or uh, disrespectful to other ethnic backgrounds of Americans, we just have to go where the disease is the most prominent. And the disease of gun control, the disease of making sure that the liberty movement is not in uh, is not flourishing, they concentrate specifically on high populated cities. Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles, Dallas, Houston, all of those Little Rock, the cities where and that just ironically, this also happens to be areas that are highly populated by black folks. Yep. So we got to go to these places that it's more difficult, where um, anti-freedom and anti-liberty guys have a stranglehold on the conversation. You know, the fact that most of the people that I talk to in the hood about libertarianism agree with it, and then right after that go, yo, how come I never heard of this? That speaks to the PR greatness of our opposition. Yep. 
speaks to. And it shows us, again, crisis and opportunity. It's a crisis, but it gives us yep. an opportunity. We know where we can go to fix it. So that's what we did with Black Guns Matter for years. We had a stated goal of making the black community be the largest gun buying demographic in America. We did that three years ago, within three years, with less than $300,000 to keep these classes free. There's absolutely no reason that we can't do the same thing with the libertarian movement and merge those communities, right? So that's what we've done. We are, to be quite honest, we are at a risk and we need everybody's help with this fundraising. The flights, the, the staying in the hotels, the handouts, the, all of this stuff costs money. If you guys are seeing this and you're liking what we're doing, I want to expand on this. I want to continue to do the gun stuff, the conflict resolution stuff, but we got to get the hood on board with the libertarian stuff too. So if everybody can donate, we got like $200,000 to raise by January. You know, um, That was our cutoff date that we gave ourselves because if the people don't want it, I have to respect the liberty cut both ways. If the people don't want it, I'm not going to force it on them. You know, that's like somebody asked me one time, if you could wave a wand and make it mandatory that everyone had to have a gun. <laughs> I was like, no, I wouldn't do that. No. I would just rather educate people and they go, yeah, I want to do this, you know. And so this is the same thing. If we can get these numbers, there's, there's no reason that we can't have, you know, a few years ago, we did classes, Black Guns Matter classes. And this was through like libertarian, you know, folks all through leftist uh, colleges, UC Berkeley. Yeah, like we, we we did these in these spaces so we can do that again. And there's no reason that we can't do that in merging the liberty movement. But in order to do that, we need we, we absolutely need more resources. So anybody watching this, if you want to support, please gibsongo.com forward slash solutionary. Make sure you donate whatever you can, whatever you're comfortable with. If some of you guys are really, really rich, you know, you Bitcoin wells and shit like that. If y'all want me to come work with y'all for the next two years, donate the 200 grand. If you got that in Bitcoin, if you're well, it's not a big deal. You can donate it in Bitcoin. We'll still figure it out. But um, we just want everybody. We want this to be voluntary. You know, we could I probably get a company to say, hey, give me 400 grand and I'll work for you. The problem with that is that means I'm literally centralizing the power in the hands of the one or two donors. And this has to stay viable because I want to work for you guys collectively, you know, not the three or four donors. Now, if you got to get to that, then cool. But I would prefer the people being my boss, you know. And so GiveSingo.com forward slash solutionary guys. We've been good stewards with the resources. And I want to continue to do this work and expand on it. The alternative. And as we go towards the end of the episode here, Maj, and I think this is important for the audience to understand as well. In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. The alternative to this kind of sponsorship model, the, the crowdsource model is the sponsorship model, right? And the sponsorship model, as you grow and grow and grow, comes with more strings attached, right? Yeah. So what we're doing here in the Liberty Movement, what we're doing at the Brian Nichols Show, what Maj is doing over at Black Guns Matter, you go across the board, Dave Smith, Tom Woods, you name your podcaster, you name your Liberty-based entity, we are by our nature, against the state. In some way, shape, or form, you could be the most milquetoast libertarian. In the eyes of the state, you are still a threat. So when push comes to shove, those 
competing interests are going to be utilized by the state to then try to silence us. We're seeing that. We've seen that, my God, for the past, what, 10, 20 years, and it's only gotten worse over the past five, especially under the era of Trump. And then you look to where we are right now. Now we're at a turning point. Elon Musk taking over Twitter, getting some glimmer of hope, but still there's been an increase from the government trying to, to increase the level of censorship. So if you don't want to see your favorite entities, like what we're doing here at the program, having conversations with folks like Maj, it requires you to, yes, go out, support, not just by watching the show and sharing the show, but also supporting with your dollars. And that's why, frankly, we wanted to have Maj in the show is because Maj is doing amazing stuff with Black Guns Matter. Your community outreach, it cannot be understated the value of that. And we talk about this in the show all the time, planting seeds, the importance of planting seeds. If you aren't going out and planting seeds and you're just expecting a tree to grow overnight, you're going to be living a fool's errand. So let's spend more time being effective, being smart, going towards folks who are open to a new, different way of doing things, but also a better way of doing things. Maj, final thoughts you have for the audience today? Be kind to each other, guys. Be kind. Lead with empathy. Um, let the other person know that you care. Then after empathy, go to let's work on the facts. Um, because facts without empathy, you're, you're going to lose the person. And then after we go through empathy and facts, let's get to the solution together. But just, you know, that 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 has a basic understanding of being kind. Uh, be kind to each other. Give where you can. Support folks doing liberty work. Support folks doing freedom work. Support them with your dollars. We vote with our dollars, guys. Um, and so support, you know, the Brian Nichols show. Make sure that you're continuing to make sure that you're sharing as well as, yo, I got a couple extra bucks. Yo, it's tight right now for everybody. You know, this 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 inflation, the money printing. It's not like Austrian economics is a thing, guys. And so, like, even though it's tight, you know, I'll, I'll cut back on. I won't have that six pack. Maybe I'll have one beer this week. I'll find somebody that I can donate 20 bucks to. If we all do that, we can stay afloat. You know, and we can not even just stay afloat. We can actually excel. So not only just, you know, to myself and, you know, Brian's show and things like that. Find liberty causes, local causes, especially to get behind with your dollars. And and, and I don't care what anybody says, man. If it's a $10 donation to our work at the Solutionary Center and our classes and all of that at GibsonGo.com forward slash Solutionary. If it's a $10 donation, somebody donated $20 and commented. I would love to donate more, but this is all I have right now. That is bigger to me than a thousand dollars from somebody that's a millionaire. You know what I mean? So, or a billionaire. My point is, let's be kind to each other. Let's be supportive of our causes. Even if that means we got to, you know, cut back a little bit on our vices because we have to collectively volunteer to get ourselves and get our nation out of this situation. And the, the, the powers that be are only going to respond to, you know, violence and money. And if the money's flowing towards liberty candidates, the views are flowing towards Liberty folks, you know, and things of that nature, quite na quite naturally, the beast is going to support those things as well because it's a financial interest for them to do it, too. So if you can't convince people or the system one way, you can influence it by influencing your choices, being kind, exercising voluntarism and just supporting with your dollar. I think it's very, very important, guys. Absolutely. That's, all, that's all under the, 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 the umbrella of being 
kind. Yes. I was going to say, and stop supporting companies that, frankly, don't like you, that, that actively go against you. Like, go support folks who are trying to build something better. And, and frankly, like, hey, when you're going out trying to get your stuff uh, for, for Christmas presents this year, don't go to Walmart. Well, maybe is Walmart that bad? I don't know. Don't go to, to Woke uh, store and get a, a t-shirt. Go to the Brian Nichols show store. Get get your Magic Money Tree shirt where it is the Fed, obviously. That's the Magic Money Tree, of course. And get your shirts there. Just use code TBNS at checkout. Get a discount applied. And also go and please help support support amazing liberty-based organizations like Black Guns Matter. We'll include all those links, by the way, folks. I know a lot of you listen to this as you're driving, working out and stuff, so don't worry. If you didn't get a chance to jot that down, show notes, head there. Links will be there. Also, if you're watching us here on the uh, video version of the show, well, hello, uh, please do me a favor. Number one, hit that subscribe button. And yes, we are here on YouTube, on Rumble, and on Odyssey, so please pick your choice. But also, when you do that, hit that little notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live. And with that being said, tomorrow we have a great episode, IFB. BB Pro from Tiger Fitness. Mark Lobliner returns to the program talking about what's next for MAGA. And now that Trump is running again in 2024, will Mark, Mark be supporting him? We're going to find that out. But with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Maj Tori. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.